Good morning, Christian America. It is Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday. That means the week is just about over. Coming to you on the Good Morning Christian America podcast. On Fridays, we focus on the family. We come to you in love and truth and honesty and compassion and motivation to talk to you today about what you can do for your family, what you can do for your community, those closest to you, to build them up, to make them strong. Not strong like muscles, but strong in Christ, strong in spirit, strong in soul. How to build up those calluses, how to keep the faith no matter what happens, how to set the example, how to start a pattern of goodness in your life, in your family's life, for you, for your children, for your grandchildren, for all the family around you. That's what we're going to talk about today, right here on the Good Morning Christian American podcast. So let's get to it. And good morning, Christian America. As always, this is Friday. Focus on the family, on the podcast. Good morning, Christian America. We're coming to you like we come to you every Friday when, when we concentrate on focusing on, our, on the family. The week is almost done. It is early in the morning. The weekend is about to begin. We have one last day getting done with all of our work, getting done with all of our deadlines, getting done with all of our presentations and our timelines and the bosses and the employees and the inventories and the PowerPoint presentations and whatever it is that you've been doing for the last four days, trying to make it through the week. Today is the last day. Now it's time to focus on the family Two days at a minimum that we concentrate on the ones that are closest to us in our daily lives, right here in the family. You know, your your family, your extended family, moms, dads, kids, uh, uh, cousins, nieces, nephews, husbands, wives, whatever the case may be. Those that are closest to you, this is the time to focus on them. There's going to be a lot of things that go on this weekend. Sporting events, worship services, Bible studies, men's groups, women's groups, prayer groups, a whole bunch of other stuff. But it's extremely important that you focus on the next generation. And I want to talk to you today specifically about focusing on the next generation because it's the next generation that's going to lead this country. It's going to lead the rest of the world. And it could lead it down a, a dark and dangerous path or it can lead it towards a, a beautiful, Christ-filled future. But it's going to depend on us, the adults in the room, to lay the groundwork and the foundation of, our, of that next generation in Christ, in his love, in his compassion, and his teachings, and his example. It's going to be extremely important. Before we do that, though, as always, I want to talk to you about going 
to the Christian American uh, Tees website. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com to pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. Now, why is that important? It's important because to build the community, to build the family, we have to set the example of what right looks like without the ability to tell right from wrong and to set ourselves, the Christian Americans, apart as, as Christians, as those who produce good fruit as Christ demands. When you put on one of these Christian American tees and you let the world know that, I, that you put Christ first in your life. You put the love of your country underneath that. Then you put your family. Then you put your, uh, your loved ones. Then you put love and charity. And, and, and however you order the next 10 or 15 priorities in your life, that's on you. But what we can all agree on is that we freely choose to put Christ first in our life. And the love of our country. Right up there. And when you put on one of these Christian American tees. And you make your way in the world. You set the example of the, for the rest of the community. You place on your shoulders that responsibility to carry on Christ's word. To carry on his message. And to live it out. Not just speak about it. But to live it out. And what you're also going to do when you do that is that you're going to interact with people. And, if you're, and you're going to be able to, to, to be viewed by other Christian Americans out there that are unaware of the Christian American t-shirt company, the Christian American podcast and community, the Good Morning Christian America podcast. They're going to be unaware of these things. You're going to be unaware of ChristianAmericanTees.com, and they're going to come up to you, and they're going to say, you know, that's an awesome T-shirt. That's an awesome hoodie you got on. That's an awesome tank top that you're wearing to the gym. Where can I get one? Because I'm a Christian American. I put God first. I love my country. I want to espouse those views. I want to show the world where my priorities lie. And you're going to be able to, you're going to, be able to help them. And not only that, but you're going to build a relationship with those people. You're going to build a relationship that, and bonds within that community. Because that's what the Word of God does. It builds bonds that are greater than... Uh, than greater than you know workplace bonds or or, or or people that you meet anywhere else. You're going to develop a relationship centered around God. And then what, what's also going to happen is you're going to interact with people that aren't Christian Americans. You're going to interact with people that maybe had, had, had grew up in the church of some sort and then for whatever reason, you know, went away from the church. And they're going to see you from a distance and they're going to be skeptical because they don't know how to approach you. But when they see you setting the example, living your, right, your life right with your family, with your children who are also in Christian American apparel. 
in their minds, they're going to start a conversation, say, maybe I should go back into the church. These people look happy. These people look fulfilled. Christ seems to be blessing them. Regardless of your struggles internally, that's how you'll be perceived externally. And people will be intrigued. And that intrigue just might lead someone to God. It might lead someone back into the church. It might lead someone into this podcast. It may lead someone into our community. That could change, that could forever change it for the better. And you can do that. You can set that example. You can be that light of Christ that Jesus calls us to be. You could be that salt of the earth that he calls us to be. You can be that person. You can be that flame that draws people in and you can lead them towards Christ and without saying a word. It's something that you may never know that happened. But just wearing one of these Christian American tees, just showing off and doing right, living your life right by Christ, you could help somebody out. You could, you could get the gears thinking. You could turn them on to, uh, to the life that Christ has planned for them. Because that's what we're doing as adults. We're setting the example. We're, we're setting a pattern by the way we live and the way we talk and the things that we do and the things that we take priority in, that we place on our priorities. That pattern that we're setting is feeding into our families. It's feeding into our communities. It's feeding into all aspects of our lives. And the next generation is understanding that. They understand because they see what's happening. They see what mommy does. They see what daddy does. When daddy gets up early and he goes to a men's group, the kids see that. When mommy gets up early and she goes to a women's group, she, the kids see that. The nieces and the nephews, they see that. When, they, when, when mommy and daddy sit in the front pews and pay attention in church, the kids see that. And the people around them see that. When the school teachers or the, uh, or the ministers ask for volunteers and mommy and daddy volunteer, the kids also see that. They understand you're setting the example, you're setting the pattern of how to uh, act as a productive Christian American adult that will last Hopefully for generations, you are at that point are setting the example. When you skip out of church early or you don't feel like you're going to go to church and you make excuses because you're tired, the kids see that too. That's what being a leader is all about. It's what being a leader in Christ is all about. It's what being a leader in your family is all about. The devil doesn't want your kids strong. The devil doesn't want you strong. He wants you weak. He wants your family weak. He wants your family arguing with one another. He wants your family bickering with one another. He wants your family, you know, arguing over nonsense. This is a war that he's out to win. 
his and this earth is his battleground. And if he can influence you, then you will fight for him. If he can influence your children, they will fight for him. And they will espouse the views that he wants espoused. He, they will set the example that he wants set. And if you think that that's crazy, if you think that that's not real, then you aren't paying attention to what's going on in the world today. We are literally having a conversation, a national conversation on whether it is okay to kill children that have been recently born. Do you think that's God's will? Do you think that that's God's will to kill children out of the womb? Now it's wrong to kill children in the womb. The book says that too. Scripture says that too. That I knew you before you were in the womb. I knitted you. In your mother's room. I, he knows the number of hairs on my head. Scripture tells us that. That you, that, that child is, a, is born. Because God. Wants him to be. That is why that child is conceived. We're even past that. We're having a conversation. About whether it is okay. To kill children. Who have recently been born. If you don't think that that's the devil's ideas, if you don't think that that's the devil infiltrating our generations, our families, our, 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 uh, our children. I posted last week of the drag queen story time that goes on in public libraries around the country. I'll say it again in case you missed it. Drag queen Story time in public libraries around the country. That's where counties are taking your money, taxpayer dollars, and bringing in drag queens, grown men dressed as women. Hypersexualized men dressed as women to read stories to your children. If you don't think that's the devil's idea, if you don't think that's the devil's plan, then you are sadly mistaken. If you think that I'm messing, making this up, I would encourage you to scroll back through our Facebook feed. And find the stories which we've posted about. Because that is for real. The devil doesn't want you strong. The devil doesn't want you smart. They don't want your kids strong. They want you to be victims. The devil and his friends want you to be a victim. That's what's going on in this world right now. That's what's going on in this country right now. Is... Everyone that's influenced by the dark side, by the evil side, 
is claiming to be a victim because it's cool. It's cool to be a victim. It's not cool to be strong. It's cool to be weak. It's not cool to be strong. What do you think all these attacks are about? Attacks on men being men and fulfilling manly roles. The attacks on women being women and fulfilling womanly roles. Like bearing children. Like taking care of their children. Being a leader in the family household. All of those things are discouraged in the world today. There's a section of the population that doesn't want you to have a family. It doesn't want you to have a kid. That's why they make it easier to kill children in the womb. That's why they make it easier and incentivize a household with no father. These are the devil's ideas. The devil wants you weak. He wants you to be a victim. He wants you helpless. He wants you marginalized. He, want, he wants you hapless. God wants you strong. God wants you strong. And he has to make you strong. You can't just wake up one day and be strong. I'll say it again. You can't just wake up one day and be strong. You have to go to the gym in order to be strong. The more that you go to the gym, the more that you lift weights, the more that you run, the stronger your body becomes, the stronger your muscles become, the stronger the lungs become, the stronger your legs become, the more endurance you gain, the more strength you gain. That's how life works. Your soul is not any different. He puts weight on you, on your mind, on your heart, on your shoulders, on your conscience, not to beat you down, but to build you up, to make you strong. The suffering that you go through Is callousing the psyche. Anybody who's worked outside knows that the first time you start moving logs around, you start moving pipes around, you start doing manual labor, gloves or no gloves, you develop calluses on your hands. That's what you're doing. You're developing calluses. And your hands hurt. They rip. They stretch. They open up. They bleed. And you slowly develop these calluses. And then once the once you have these the calluses develop, they look like crap. But your hands are strong after that. They don't hurt anymore. You can lift more. You can move more. You can work more. You can work longer. You can work harder because you have calloused hands. The work that you put in early, the suffering that you put in early made you a better worker now, made you stronger now, and will only make you stronger in the future. 
That's what God does when he puts these obstacles in front of you, when he puts these challenges in front of you and your children and your families. You go through rough times, but then that helps you figure out how to overcome those rough times. You go through times where you don't have enough money, but then you figure it out, what you need and what you don't, and then you push through. What you don't do is you don't give up. You don't do it the devil's way. You don't give up on your family and walk out. You don't give up on your family and divorce. No, 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 no. You figure it out. That's what we're doing. That's what God is doing when he puts that pressure on you. When someone is sick in your life, when someone is sick in your family because they caught a disease or they got injured or they were in an accident. You didn't do anything wrong. Why did this happen? Why did God let this happen? That's what they say. That's what you say. Why did God let this happen? A a good God wouldn't do this to me. He's making you strong. He's making your family strong. He's making your kids strong. He's building you up. He's callousing your, your, your psyche. He's callousing your body. He's callousing your spirit. So the next time something tries to attack it, It won't even phase it, but it takes practice. It takes practice just like any other part of your body. Your spirit needs to be strong, which means it needs to be tested. That's why Paul in 2 Timothy says to share in the suffering as a good soldier with Christ Jesus. Say it again, share in the suffering, be joyous in the suffering. He says, be strong in the grace that is Christ Jesus. That's what we're called to do. That is what we're called to do. We're not called to to bicker over nonsense. We're called to Take stock of what's important and to suffer in Christ and be joyous when we do that because we know that the Lord is making us stronger that way. You may not know the challenges or why you face the challenges, why God put these challenges in front of you today. But all shall be revealed. Again, Paul says, consider what I say for the Lord will give you an understanding in everything. Isn't that true? Isn't that true that when you sit to where you're at right now, the blessings that you've received, how many times behind you, how many times in the past did did God force you to go away you didn't want to go to? 
He's trying to lead you in a direction and you won't let, you won't let him. He gives you the idea to go start your own business, to move to a new place. But you don't want to because you think that you know better. So God gets you fired. And you think to yourself, God, what did I do? They just laid me off. I showed up every day. I worked hard every day. I didn't steal anything. I didn't take anything. I've been a good worker. I've been, I've been faithful. I've been loyal to the company. Why would they do this? Why would you do this to me? I have a family to feed. I don't have any savings. But then you took that new job. Then you took that chance. And now you're succeeding. Now your family is stronger than it has been because it had to go through that struggle. It had to lift those weights in order to strengthen those muscles. That's what being a leader in the family is all about. That's what being a true warrior for Christ is all about. Knowing that he's got you. Knowing that his way is the best way. Knowing that no matter what life has thrown at you, he's allowed it to happen because he wants something better from you and for you. As long as you live with him, as long as you trust in him, as long as you bring your family do, to do the same, there will be nothing but goodness that comes from that. Even if we were to lose our lives, the future still holds a brighter place. Because Paul says, if we died with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. But if we deny him, he will also deny us. It's important that we teach our children and those that are closest to us that God's path is always right even if we can't see it even if it's tragic because out of each hardship there is a lesson to be learned out of each obstacle there is an, a reward waiting to be claimed and I'm not saying that that reward is superficial like money or, or stuff or a better job but it's God it's something greater all powerful all knowing outside of time and space eternal love and compassion for you and for your entire family for the entire world 
if we would follow him. But in the meantime, we must build the Christian American family strong and faithful in Christ Jesus. So that we may also live with him. That our children may live with him. With that, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to end, uh, I'm going to wind down the podcast. So, as always, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, as I think I thoroughly explained why you should, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up some Christian American apparel. Tune in to the Christian America, uh, to the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Mondays, we come to you early in the week to get you started, to give you some motivation, let you know what happened last week, get you moving in the right direction because it's a long week ahead. Wednesday, on Wednesdays, we give you a, 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 a boost, a little step, a little, a little, a little uh, juice of the New Testament. A story or two, a little fraction of a, of a chapter Get you thinking about Christ and, and, and how he's acting in, in your life and what, he's, he, what has he said and the example that he lays out. We do that to you on Wednesdays and on Fridays like this. We give you something for the family, something to go into the weekend with, to think about with your wife or with your husband or with your children or whoever else that lives with you, your mother and your father, your grandparents, your nieces, your nephew, whoever is around you. Tune into the Christian American podcast or the Good Morning Christian America podcast. Subscribe and follow us on YouTube, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all the different podcast platforms. Google Podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Be a part of the Christian American community. Get involved. Be engaged. Train your family to be strong in Christ, to be strong and resilient no matter what they face to put a smile on their face pick their head up and their chest out and walk boldly and bravely and forthrightly into the into the darkness in order to defeat it and help and help others defeat their own darkness with that, ladies and gentlemen, stay lit for Christ. Stay on fire for him. This is his world. We're here to spread his message. Have a good weekend. Stay blessed.